If you weren't already sure, here's more evidence that we live in a fascist state. This from Glenn Greenwald. The U.S. intelligence community flouting laws is increasingly involving itself in domestic politics. A letter from House Intelligence Committee members demands answers from the DNI about illegal breaches of the wall guarding against CIA and NSA domestic activity. A report declassified last Wednesday by the Department of Homeland Security is raising serious concerns about the possibly illegal involvement by the intelligence community in U.S. domestic political affairs. Entitled, Domestic Violent Extremism Poses Heightened Threat in 2021, that's ominous, the March 1st report from the Director of National Intelligence states that it was prepared, quote, in consultation with the Attorney General and Secretary of Homeland Security and was drafted by the National Counterterrorism Center, NCTC, Federal Bureau of Investigation, FBI, and Department of Homeland Security, DHS, with contributions from the Central Intelligence Agency and the Defense Intelligence Agency, CIA and DIA. Its primary point is this. The IC, intelligence community, IC, IC, assesses that domestic violent extremists, DVEs, if you don't have enough acronyms already, who are motivated by a range of ideologies and galvanized by recent political and societal events in the United States, pose an elevated threat to the homeland in 2021. Domestic violent extremists. I wonder if that includes me. While asserting that the most lethal of these threats is posed by racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists, RMVEs, and militia violent extremists, MVEs, it makes clear that its target encompasses a wide range of groups from the left. Ah, maybe it is me. Antifa, animal rights and environmental activists, pro-choice extremists, and anarchists. Okay then. Those who oppose capitalism and all forms of globalization, that was in quotes, those who oppose capitalism and all forms of globalization to the right, sovereign citizen movements, anti-abortion activists, and those deemed motivated by racial or ethnic hatreds. So the left and right extremists are on the same radar, it looks like. The U.S. security state apparatus regards the agenda of domestic violent extremists as, quote, derived from anti-government or anti-authority sentiment, that definitely means me, which includes opposition to perceived economic, racial, or social hierarchies. Ah, we can't have that. We can't be opposed to racial or social hierarchies, let alone economic hierarchies. In sum, to the Department of Homeland Security, an extremist is anyone who opposes the current prevailing ruling class and system for distributing power. Ding, ding, ding! Anyone they believe is prepared to use violence, intimidation, or coercion in pursuit of these causes then becomes a domestic violent extremist subject to a vast array of surveillance, monitoring, and other forms of legal restrictions. I'm pretty sure they consider YouTubers to be violent extremists as well. I'll show you this IC categories of domestic violent extremists, intelligence community, if you already forgot what IC is. On my truck, the placard they use for ice cream deliveries is IC, but this is a little more ominous than ice cream. As you can see, we've got the racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists, the abortion-related violent extremists, the anti-government, anti-authority violent extremists, all other domestic terrorism threats. 
It goes without saying that violence of any kind, including that which is politically motivated, is a serious crime under U.S. law, and it is the proper role of the U.S. government to investigate and prevent it. But there are real and important legal and institutional limits on the authority of the intelligence community to involve itself in domestic law enforcement or other forms of domestic political activity that seem threatened here, if not outright violated. In particular, the report's acknowledgement that it was compiled by institutions, including the Department of Homeland Security, with contributions from the Central Intelligence Agency and the Defense Intelligence Agency, has alarmed numerous members of the House Intelligence Committee. On Thursday, all 10 minority members of that committee wrote a previously unreported letter to Director of National Intelligence, Abril Haynes, to raise serious concerns about the production of this document by the intelligence community, IC, and to seek clarification of the facts related to its production. Among the issues raised was that the DHS report was not subject to the standard rigors of an intelligence community finding, yet continually makes sweeping claims that it prefixes with the authoritative phrase, the IC assesses. The committee members found this to be misleading, adding, we urge you to clarify which elements in the IC concurred with this judgment and the intelligence basis, if any, for that concurrence. In other words, Haynes claims that these dubious assertions about various threats faced by Americans are the findings of the intelligence community when that is not true. Just like the originally false claim widely spread by the media that all 17 intelligence agencies endorsed the 2016 election findings about Russian interference when, in fact, it was only a few which had done so. Haynes' claims have support only from a few agencies as well. But the more substantive danger is the role played by the CIA and other intelligence agencies in the domestic politics of the U.S., all in the name of fighting domestic terrorism. Similar dangers were previously created by the Bush and Obama administrations in the name of fighting international terrorism. We remember that, right? As the committee member's letter details... Congress of the United States, Washington, D.C., 20515, March 18, 2021. The Honorable Averill Haynes, Director of National Intelligence. Dear Director Haynes, we are in receipt of your report titled Domestic Violent Extremism Poses Heightened Threat in 2021. We write to raise serious concerns about the production of this document by the intelligence community and to seek clarification of the facts related to its production. Based on the scope contained in the report, declared IC involvement, classification markings, and ultimately the content itself, we are concerned that IC elements and personnel acted beyond their legal authority in its production. For example, the explicit statement that this report was prepared under the auspices of the DNI and drafted by the NCTC appears to contravene the express statutory limitation on NCTC's authorities on intelligence pertaining exclusively to domestic terrorism. Under current law, NCTC is authorized only to receive, retain, and disseminate such intelligence. While we acknowledge the seriousness of the domestic violence extremist threat and the need for a coordinated federal response, <laughs> I don't acknowledge that, the involvement of the intelligence community in this circumstance should be limited to an examination of potential foreign ties such as foreign influence, direction, or funding of DVEs, not YouTubers like me. Foreign influence, and not made up foreign influence. Back to the story. There are numerous federal agencies with the requisite authority and subject matter expertise to produce a report on this topic with appropriate support from the IC. 
So the main problem here, if you haven't figured it out, dear viewers and listeners, is their focus on domestic terrorism, not to mention how they define terrorism. The intelligence committee members, citing the fact that the intelligence community is subject to long-standing prohibitions against domestic activities, then demanded answers to a series of questions based on this substantive concern. Do you agree that the IAA specifically authorizes the expenditure of funds for activities associated with foreign intelligence and counterintelligence and does not include authorization for activities related purely to domestic terrorism when such activities have no links to foreign governments, persons, or organizations? Do you? Do you agree? Under what authority were national intelligence program personnel and resources expended for the generation of a report concerning domestic violent extremists? Have you authorized any individuals or elements of the IC to examine foreign intelligence holdings for the purpose of supporting the production of the report on domestic violent extremists? That would be a no-no. Are you aware of such activity, whether or not you authorized it? <laughs> if access was authorized, was it limited in any way? Did you authorize any individual or element of the IC to search or examine U.S. person information contained within an IC system or database for the purpose of supporting the production of this report on domestic violent extremists? That would be a big no-no. If not, are you aware of any such activities? This is Congress asking these questions. They damn well better get some answers. Did you direct any elements of the IC to support production of the report on domestic violent extremists? The National Security Act defines the authority and mission of the Director of National Intelligence and associates that authority and mission with the conduct of foreign intelligence and counterintelligence. Is it your judgment that the Office of the Director of National Intelligence may authorize activities such as the production of assessments which are unrelated to the conduct of foreign intelligence and counterintelligence? These are good questions. Do you recognize any limitations on the ability of the director of... Na no, we don't recognize any limitations. Do you recognize any limitations on the ability of the director of national intelligence to commission analytical reports or other efforts within the IC that are not related to foreign intelligence or counterintelligence? And that is the crux of the matter. Are there executive branch policies which you believe empower your office or any element of the IC to conduct analysis of domestic threats not involving foreign actors? In addition, please provide a memorandum outlining the legal authorities you believe each IC element has to conduct any activities related to domestic violent extremist threats to include collection, analysis, dissemination, and operations. This is me breaking in. This document that Glenn is mentioning is declassified. But what are the mainstream, lamestream media outlets doing to bring this all to our attention? The mainstream, lamestream media are part of the CIA. They work hand in glove with the CIA. And the CIA is the tool of the plutocrats who own us all. As usual, I'm bringing to your attention the definite need, the drastic need, the undeniable need for a revolution. We need to overthrow this fucking machine. Involvement of the intelligence community in the domestic activities of U.S. citizens is one of the most dangerous breaches of civil liberties and democratic order the U.S. government can perpetrate. It was after World War II when the CIA, the NSA, and other security state agencies that wield immense and unlimited powers in the dark were created in the name of fighting the Cold War. 
legal and institutional prohibitions on wielding that massive machinery against the American public were central to the always dubious claim that this security behemoth that operates completely in the dark was compatible with democracy. And no fucking way is it compatible with democracy. As the ACLU noted, in its 1947 charter, the CIA was prohibited from spying against Americans, in part because President Truman was afraid that the agency would engage in political abuse. There you go. The next few paragraphs of the report are about more evidence of this happening in the past. I'll skip that part and come to the conclusion. As I, Glenn Greenwald, have been repeatedly noting over the last two months, the Biden administration, along with leading Democrats such as Representative Adam Schiff, have been stating explicitly that one of their top priorities is the adoption of new laws designed to import the Bush-Cheney-Obama war on terror onto U.S. soil for domestic purposes. As recently as February 14, the Washington Post, under the headline, the agency founded because of 9-11 is shifting to face the threat of domestic terrorism noted that Representative Benny Thompson, chairman of the House Homeland Security Committee, is now demanding that Homeland Security resources be redirected toward domestic extremists, and lawmakers of both parties spoke favorably of new legislation to specifically address domestic terrorism. Nobody from the Biden administration or congressional members demanding enactment of Schiff's proposed new domestic terrorism law can identify any activities that are not now criminal that they believe ought to be, unless it is to permit intelligence agencies to start policing constitutionally protected speech and associational activities among U.S. citizens, why are any new laws needed? unless it is to empower them to escalate their already aggressive use of war on terror tactics against U.S. citizens, what do they want security state agencies to be able to do on U.S. soil that they cannot now do? But just as the fear of international terrorism was constantly inflated to place such questions off limits when it came to the war on terror, and just as critics of the excesses of the first war on terror were constantly accused of downplaying the threat of Islamic extremism, if not harboring outright sympathy for it, the same tactics are being used now. Anyone raising civil liberties concerns about what is being done in the name of combating domestic extremism is vilified as ignoring and even supporting such domestic extremism. No matter, there are few dangers more acute than the weaponization of these security state instruments against U.S. citizens for political ends. The DNI should provide full, complete, and truthful answers to the important questions posed by these intelligence committee members. I'm not holding my breath waiting for that and should do so promptly. The evidence of growing incursions by the intelligence community in U.S. domestic politics is already strong and ample, and further incursions would be both dangerous and illegal. And now let me urge you, dear viewers and listeners, to support Glenn Greenwald on Substack, Matt Taibbi also, and support any other channels of communication, including this one, that get this kind of word out to the people. We are hip deep in some serious shit and the people just don't know about it. It's up to us to make sure that word has a chance to get out to them.